1: The Fatherhoods Podcast. Podcast. Beats, Beats, rhymes, and diapers. diapers.
0: This episode of The Fatherhoods Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Recording in progress.
2: All right, we're back for another episode. Fatherhoods, we got with us today, we got a multi-platinum producer. You've heard his work Man, on countless joints from 50 to Jeezy to who else? Chris Brown, Fab, a whole bunch of people. You you, you also, uh, what, the youngest hitman, part of the hitman yes, squad sir. as well. Yes sir. Um, yes, sir. Most importantly for what we're doing here on this pod, he is a proud father. And is author also an author of a new book, The Story of Amadeus and The Beat Goes On. Children's book. Welcome. Amadeus of the Fatherhoods Podcast. And my brother. And, my brother.
0: and, and
2: he's go for from it.
0: the BX, son.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, man. What an amazing introduction. My brothers, my brothers, appreciate you guys for having me on this amazing platform. Salute to you, Kings, for actually putting this platform and podcast together. I think it's, it's great to be able to shine light on proud fathers like us, fathers that are doing the right thing, fathers that are. You know, raising kings and young kings and young and, and young queens and doing things the right way. Oftentimes, you hear about the negativity you know that surrounds fathers, especially in you know us as black and minorities. You know, like they 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 can't wait to talk crazy about us. But I I love the fact that you put this uh platform together for us to be to be seen in a positive light, man. So salute you, brothers, for that, for real.
0: Thank you, man. Nah, I, I mean, and, and I give all the credit to Kay, bro, because like, the genesis of this podcast really stems from a problem that he was having in trying to find diverse content for his son to be able to absorb, right? Everything wow. was very one-sided that he was coming across. Right. And he, he he shared that frustration with EFN and I, and then that spawned the idea, let's get this podcast going. And Kay's a, Kay's a very reserved kind of dude. So for him to get on a microphone and have a video of him, like it yeah, was it don't was like I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm always in the
2: background. I like being in the background.
0: <laughs> it, it was a stretch. But this this work that we do was so important uh, that he came out of his shell a little bit. And, you know, and yeah. we're here. So thank you for the acknowledgement. I mean, we we really for us, selfishly, it's therapy. Like we Absolutely. and we just happen to also help others with the stories that we share in conversations we have. So, yeah, right, it's, awesome, it's I love it. But before before we dive in, I I just I see the stunt on a hundred thousand behind you. Okay, come so on, man. I we told you
2: multi multi platinum
0: multi platinum stunting. <laughs> so listen, if you're listening to the audio right now, you need to pay attention to the IG feed and soon come the YouTube channel so that you can get a sense of what we're talking about. Can you just walk us real quick through just some of the stuff that's behind you? These these plaques on plaques on plaques?
1: Yes. I I actually call it my wall art. Um, So this one right right here is my first plaque, my first plaque ever. Um, Big shout out to Foxy Brown. Big shout out and rest in peace to DMX. Um, That is on the, the Cradle to the Grave movie and soundtrack. So I actually produced the title song to that movie and soundtrack featuring DMX, Jet Li, Gabrielle Union, Anthony Anderson, Dragon, to list a few of the names. And Foxy was working on the project at the time. It's uh, my, actually my first placement as a producer. Mm. Um, she's working on the project, created this song, ended up being the title song, was featured on the soundtrack and in the movie, First, fresh fresh out the gate as a producer, man. So it's crazy to even share that story because obviously a lot of musicians and artists and producers don't start out that way. But I was definitely blessed to be able to start out that way. But but listen, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears before I got there it was years in the making of making beats and, and producing and trying to you know work towards perfection in my craft. So that's that plaque right here uh, over here. Can you see? Oh, I don't want to move a little that. bit. It's okay. That's Cameron, um, Purple Haze album mm. produced. Take him to church on there, which was the legendary beef between him and Mace. You know that whole that whole thing. So I produced uh, Take him to church on that one. Down here is Fabulous from from nothing to something album. That one is the cradle to the grave. Over here in the corner is Trey Songs. Uh, what is that? Ready album, Gold. Behind me, I don't know if you can see this one is Justin Bieber, uh, gold Christmas album. Produced a record on that. Down here is Trey Songs, Passion, Point Plain, and Pleasure. In the corner over there, Justin Bieber Platinum Christmas album, Mike Jones, Little Mo. And so that's this side of the wall. There's a whole <laughs> other side. <Nice. laughs> that's Janity Kane, Mike Jones. Yo. Chris Brown, I
0: Chris I I'm a day as we get it, bro. You the man, <laughs> let finish, son. Let me finish that up, <laughs> Yo, P- P.S. I still listen to that Chris Brown Christmas album to this wow. day. Yeah, really? my kids, my kids love it. They they it's, all it's, in it. it.
2: It's a classic. It's a classic, man. I, you classic. know what? I feel like I used to I used to write for Scratch Magazine back in the day. I feel yes. like I I feel like I interviewed you for one of the for for your Scratch piece. Um, I definitely. Years ago. I was
1: in the cover. I think was it just Blaze on the cover? I feel like it was just Blaze on the cover, and I was actually featured in that. I I, had, think, I was holding the drumsticks um, in my hand. It's actually the magazine is actually in it. I actually <laughs> have the magazine in the crib. But that's crazy, bro. I feel
2: like that might have been me who interviewed you for that because <laughs> Wow. I was, that was sound such a very familiar.
1: Good. That was sound first, familiar to me. First ever magazine feature, and yeah. for it to be Scratch Magazine you know, the magazine that was strictly for producers was phenomenal. So that'd be crazy if you, if you really did that interview. bro. Yeah. Wow. I got to
2: go, I got to go look back on my stash and, and, mm-hmm. and see if that, that was it. Yes, sir. Anyway, let's that's, go back. Let's, let, let, let's, let's rewind. Well, rewind, fast forward, whatever we do here. <laughs> uh, Manny, where do we start? Usually with the, uh, what's, what's your family dynamic? Let's, let's rock into that here. Yeah, how, uh, how many so, kids,
0: how many baby moms? Like, uh, how are how, how we, how we doing this?
1: Right. So, I have my son is from my previous marriage. Okay. Um, He's actually 16 right now. Uh, So, he's from a previous marriage. Uh, my daughter is from my current relationship right now. So, he's 16 and she's nine.
0: Nice. How did yeah. they get along?
1: Very well. Very well. Two peas in a pod, inseparable. You know, my, my, my son lives with his mom. Um, you know, so they're not together all the time. So when they do have the opportunity to get together, it's like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty, really cool dynamic, man.
0: So your son is 16. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know how old you are, nor do we necessarily need to get I'm into
1: 41. it. I'm 41. Uh, I'm, listen, ain't no shame in my game.
0: Oh, so I'm we, 41. you about to be 42 this year?
1: I'm going to be 42 next year.
0: Okay. So you just turned 41. All right. So you yeah. ni- 1981 kind of guy
1: yes sir
2: okay yes, sir. all right so then all your right son was born when when a lot of stuff was starting to pop for you absolutely yep. absolutely yep yep absolutely. So, so
0: walk us through that like you're you're in your your grind mode right developing your career and that's they, not
2: an easy. and started to cut you off but just from my own experience that is not an easy grind to be running around shopping especially back then because you're going right and, you know you got to get in front of and R's, and you got to be in in the studio. You got to be in the offices playing tracks. You know, just right. all over the place. So, right, I know that's not it's not an easy thing, and there's no kind of money guaranteed all the time.
1: Big facts, and you know the the great thing about my previous situation was that one, you know, my son's mom was an artist. You know what I'm saying? So she was in the music industry as well. Um, have has her own project out, Love Vendor. But prior to that, was in a, was in an all girl R gr- and B group you know, toured with Talib Kweli for 10 years. So it was kind of a really cool dynamic, um, you know, shout out to Tiffany Mignon is, is actually her name and shout out. It was, it was a really cool dynamic because she understood because she was a part of the game. She was a part of the music industry. So there wasn't any stress, wasn't any drama, you know, the late studio nights and all that stuff. It was very, it was a, it was a huge support system that I had. So when he was born, of course it was a huge excitement. We both, was in the game. She did have a nine to five. So she kind of had nine to five plus being in the music industry. So she was really disability, you know, at the end of the day. Um, So that, you know, kind of forced me to really step up my game and make sure that I made, you know, did my best to make ends meet as a, as an entrepreneur, as a producer, you know, you you, you get what you sell, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm getting a paycheck every two weeks, you know, nah, it's like you, you, you have to hustle in order to bring it in. Um, And for me, it was motivation. You know, I didn't really feel it as pressure. It was more of motivation. Uh, and, and as you look at your child, you know, that person, that young person, 100% counts on you. You know what I'm saying? Full trust, full everything. You know what I mean? So when you look at a baby in, in his or her eyes, there's no worry in the world. There's no care in the world because they they have they don't know how to be concerned. They don't know how to worry. They don't know how to, you know, not know where whether I'm going to give milk today. You know what I'm saying? Or formula. So... It was a beautiful thing just being able to hustle and and build my name and my brand and be able to you know co-parent and be a, the, the father that I've always dreamt of being
0: so so you said you always dreamt of being a father where, oh, where yeah, did like, where did that stem from like what what's your well, f- family's you know you growing up how was that situation
1: right so growing up growing up was 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 I had a great family household um my parents were married. Uh, church-going folk. You know what I'm saying. Uh, really supportive and when it comes to, when it came to music for me. I went to Catholic school. My whole my whole you know education. Wait, what you know, school? What school? Uh, first school was St. Augustine School of the Arts in the Bronx, where I you know picked up the drumsticks for the first time in fourth grade. After that was Christ the King.
0: Oh, of, of the CTK.
1: Yes, sir. CTK. Uh, high school was Cardinal Hayes. You know, in the Bronx. So that was you know my whole journey and. It was pretty cool, man. Uh they end up they end up divorcing, I think, my senior year. So that was definitely different. You know, uh my dad moving to a separate location from my mom and my siblings. So that was different. Um, you know, so I've had my own experiences, man. And as time went on, you know, my dad it was we had our moments, you know, there were moments where we didn't see the eye to eye. There was moments where we kind of separated, he went his way, I kind of went my way. Um, and uh after having my son, you kind of don't, you kind of want to break the trend of what you've experienced. You know what I'm saying? My dad was very tough, very strong. My grandfather was nuts, like, you know, soldier in the army, you know, so it was kind of different upbringing. So to me, I wanted to be the, in certain ways, you know, not taking any shots at my dad because he's an amazing, an amazing man. But I kind of wanted to be different with my son. You know what I mean? I'm very expressive to my son. Like I'm very affectionate to my son. I hug and kiss my son. My son is taller than me right now and I'm hugging him and kissing him and and being all over him and telling him I love him. I didn't really have that growing up because that wasn't how my father was raised and being that he was raised that way, he raised us that way because you you can only be what you've been taught. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're willing to say, you know what? this don't feel right. This is not the right way. I know you taught me to go this way, but you know, I'm going to be independent. I'm going to go that way. So that's kind of what you got to, you got to
2: recognize what you want and how you want to be.
1: Yeah. So for me, being a dad was exciting because I was excited to have this young being uh, and then for it to be a son and for him to be a junior and shout out to his mom for allowing that to happen because she (laughs) chose many different names. She didn't fight me on that. She was just like, yeah, it could be a junior. So it's just a blessing, man. It's just a blessing, and like I said, one of one of I, I feel the most important and the best job I can ever have. You know what I mean?
0: Big facts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, okay, I'm sorry, I'm hogging the mic here, but no, I, go I, for I it, have man. another question for you, Amadeus. Um So, so I appreciate you sharing kind of your, your upbringing story a little bit, and there's some synergies there that I I I also have experienced, right? So, like okay. the whole affection piece wasn't really something that was very strong in my, in my household. I'd say on both right. sides, like my mom yeah. would be more so than my dad, but, yeah. but there wasn't a lot. Right. And, and I, I've always struggled with that. I didn't realize that I needed it, but now mm. as a father, it's something that I overdo, Right. Like I, yes, I, I try, I try yes, to, sir. well my oldest daughter, so I have a 15 year old daughter, a five uh, an eight year old son and a five year old daughter. And my fifteen year old, her love language is not huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy. Really? Hers is more like, yo, let's like show me affection, but don't do it so like in my face. Like really you spending time with me in the same room is what I want. Like that wow that to her is like the affection. So being able to take the time to really understand each one of their needs from that perspective. (laughs) Has mm-hmm. taken me a long time. It's something that I feel like I've got the the grasp of, and it nice. really aids me in being able to be there for them in the way that they accept, right? I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty dope. And I've talked about it here before, but the book that I I, I read that put me onto it was called uh, The Five Love Languages, and I I fail to remember uh, the author's no. name, but I, I highly highly recommend the book. It's never too late or too early. Like you gotcha. can benefit from that real you know as soon as you you grasp what they're talking about
2: when did, in, in term in terms of the your kids when did you read that book i want to
0: say it was a while ago i think my yeah. eldest was maybe seven oh, eight. Okay. so my okay. son wow. was just born got it okay yeah
1: and would you say it's just, is it just for kids or would, would you say just just us as, as individuals people. period people yeah exactly yeah exactly. There, there is
0: exactly. a kids version of the book also really but it it is 100% like like with your mate like i learned right. a lot about it with my wife and like how to approach her and we were That's having still, honest bro. dialogue about it like cuz cuz you you fuck around and you live life with your partner and you might be missing the mark the entire time cuz big facts you you buy them gifts and they're not they don't give a shit about that Right, but that to right. you is like, oh, that's the wave because everybody else, like Valentine's Day, we don't celebrate that shit here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy you, you brought that up because she doesn't and but, I do, I am I look at it like another day to just be extra. Obviously, we love on one another every day, but it's like, okay, this is a day to be extra, right. you know, with it. And, 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 and I would be big on the gifts, but I kind of approached it in a different way this year where she loves plants, right? So instead of, and I went into the store, I'm going to hold you, to get Uh, Of flowers right and I'm like flowers are cool but this is a really nice really exotic plant and I'm like I think she would appreciate that more than that so I end up getting her that I got my daughter some like big squishy little thing that she can you know hug and 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 I planned out like a a nice little dinner that I came home and prepared you know what I'm saying so it kind of looked a little different you know from the way it usually does and she actually appreciated it more was like yo i'm not you know she knows she's like i'm i don't i don't celebrate but she really liked it because she felt like it was more about the thought and the actions that were being done versus here 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 right. here here, let's go here let's go here, here like you know what i mean so i can i can i can. now question for you yeah. question for you yeah. what's just that i can hear you you guys thought process of why you don't celebrate. And there's no judgment. I don't, I don't disagree or agree. You know, I'm just curious of where you guys are with that.
0: And so let me correct that. So we celebrated for the kids just, just for them. But between my wife and I, we don't, we don't do it. And the reason is we just, we feel like we do such a good, and this was her telling me, and I'll explain why it didn't, I didn't agree at first. She was like, yo, I feel so much love throughout the year that, this Hallmark holiday really doesn't mean anything. And I was right. like That's I was like I'm the man like that? I didn't even <laughs> I was like I didn't even know. And and you That's know, I'm dope. kind of, I'm kind of you know joking, right? But like she but she explained it to me and I'm like but I don't like I feel like honestly like it's so little effort for me to be the ideal husband in her eyes. Mm -hmm. that i'm like nah i'm fucking up somewhere like there's something that i'm not doing that she would like me to do and i'm looking back and i'm thinking and i'm like yo but what about this she's like i don't give a fuck about that and i'm like but what about that like i don't i don't i rarely do any cleaning in my house right like i'll pick up my shit i'll tidy up but i'm not like i'm gonna go all right today i'm gonna clean the bathroom and i don't I, i do very little of that She's like, okay. I have no issue doing any of that stuff. You don't have to do that. Like you go wow, you go handle like if the fucking furnace breaks, like you jump into action and you figure that shit out. And I'm right. like, fuck, okay, then I guess this is fucking perfect. Like I don't I don't <laughs> know what else to do. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm that's super a good, blessed, that's bro. A great queen, bro. Cause listen, my she, man, my queen be up my ass, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you better- <laughs> the garbage is full. This is, you know, you see that. Come on,
0: man. <laughs> so you know, but it, but and, it and again, it, we we can. It puts things into perspective, though, because you know you nitpick on the little shit a lot. That's just people in general, right? Like if it, yeah. if you are a particular type of person, you know, putting a cup on the wrong side of a table might flip you the fuck out, or not using a coaster might loot make you lose your shit, right? Right. And then that carries into your kids as well. It's like, oh, yeah. you didn't pick up after yourself. Like, you want to blow up. But if you synthesize what's happening, like, the magnitude of that moment is really not mm-hmm. that serious. Absolutely. And I've learned that through my wife. Like, she doesn't really get phased by much. For her, it's like, oh, all right, a glass broke, whatever. Like, it's not the end of the world. Right. But me right. before, Joe, what the? How how that shit break? Like... Yo, bro, it's it's a glass. Like, what it's the fuck glass. are we talking about?
1: <laughs> That's epic, man. That's
2: epic.
0: Yeah, man. It's 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 pretty dope. Okay, <sighs> go, man. I, I, I don't want to hog this mic no more.
2: No, nah, <laughs> no. You know how it's just converse- it's conversation. I mean, I guess going back to this whole conversation, I, I think for both our kids and our partners – it's probably like I feel like as as and talking about affection and, and on, on that side of thing, I, I feel like oftentimes as men and this is what I've generally encountered with my friends. I think it's just sometimes reminding ourselves that it's not about the gifts and all; it's just about like reminding ourselves to share more with yes, those like share what we're feeling or emotions. It's easy to kind of push the emotions aside or mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. think that those around us kind of are interested in hearing like what we're thinking or what we're, what we're up to. And we think it's like, eh, it's whatever. Right. But I think if, um, like I got, am I'm, I'm trying to remind myself of that because it, it's easy to get into a zone of just like, ah, you know, yeah, I can be yeah. stoic and just keep it moving. Right. Um, but, But then those, but by being more open, those around me actually benefit. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I I benefit from that. So I think, you know, I think that's just one of those things, just going back to this whole conversation of, you know, how we interact with our kids and how we interact Mm -hmm. with our our wives or, or folks that we live with.
1: Right. I agree 100%
0: share so sharing is actually super critical and and I'll take yeah. it a step further and I'll say like in my own life I try my best to not almost flip the scale and talk more about my mistakes than I would my wins mm. right and and the, the reason why it's well there's two both are important cuz you wander around at least I do I wander wander around my house not communicating all that much about how my day was or like things that are impacting me.
2: Yeah. I'm guilty of it too.
0: And, and I think it's important for our kids and and even our spouses or partners to know what it is that we're going through, because there's an assumption in my house in particular, there's an assumption that he's the man of the house. Everything is cool. He's got it under control. And the reality is that's not always the case. That is true. And it teaches, my, my kids in particular, it teaches them a very valuable lesson that, yo, your father is 41 years old and is still making mistakes every day. And here's, yeah, sure. but but the, the the trick is, how do I handle those mistakes and what do I derive from those, those mistakes? Because for mm-hmm. them, at this juncture, it's about, I made a mistake, I'm a failure. That's how they right. look at it. Right. And I by me sharing what happened, why I did what I did, and what resulted from it tends to show them yo he fucked up but it wasn't really a fuck up it was like he mm-hmm. elevated as a result of yes, that sir. and he learned yes, right yes, so I, I i trauma it's hard cuz it there's a vulnerability there in a human being that we don't want to show we don't want to show mm-hmm. when we fuck up yeah especially I, as men exactly on top of that right the machismo shit gets kicked in and fucks everything up but like right. But it is something that I'm pushing myself more and more to do because I see how it, it, it helps them be easier on themselves and not sweat things in a way where they think they're disappointing their parents or like, yeah, a you know a shell of themselves or all yeah. that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, because a- kids are really big on you know when they when they feel they disappointed us. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it just goes to show you, and that's why I, I always keep saying about you know being a dad and how monumental and epic and how much i love it because they want to impress you with everything they do you know what i'm saying they they look in they look to you as superheroes yeah you know what I'm with all your flaws with all your shortcomings you know with all your failures they' regardless the world would have thrown us away right our colleagues would have thrown us away family friends or so-called family and friends would throw us away but our kids are still there with open arms as if they see no flaws and just looking at us as all muscle, you know yeah. what I mean? And not just, you know, the, the natural look, but just inside, outside physicals, mental, spiritual. They look at us as the superheroes, you know what I'm saying? So like you said, I think, and it was one, you know, I, and I'll share this of, of, of when it was one of the most difficult times for me, uh, was kind of sharing with my son, you know, that his mother and I will no longer be together.
2: Mm. How, how you know old, how old was he there?
1: I've got, i, I, I Uh, i'm probably gonna say the wrong age um (laughs) roughly uh 16 now maybe 9 10 okay
2: yeah that's tough
1: eight somewhere around there you know my numbers could be off a little um and i remember trying to hide you know tears and hide vulnerability and how i felt and just the down part of me for long for years you know what i'm saying for a long time and then i just Woke up one day and he was there and I just kind of came to him just with the with the with the downpour and was just like, yo, this is what it is. This is what's going on. You know, I don't know where life's headed. I don't know where you're going to be, where I'm going to be. But I know, you know, deep down inside, some way, somehow, you know, God is going to allow everything to be okay. You know what I'm saying, and I remember saying that, and and I cried, and he cried, and, and it was it was one of those moments. And since then, instead of trying to to pretend to really be that superhero that they see us as, I just made sure to show them all of the the vulnerable moments and let them hear the tough moments, especially in the business. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that deal just fell through. Here's what happened. I want you to know, like that that check ain't gonna come. That check ain't gonna make it for Christmas. So I don't know what Christmas is gonna look like this year, right? right? And I think it's very important for us kids, for our kids to hear that. Like everything ain't gonna be, you know, gold. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't gonna be, uh, you know, it's, it's not gonna look and, it's
2: not gonna look like your wall all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, is it is it's not, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. And 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 I think after doing that, it felt so much better for me. You know, because imagine walking around and moving around and not being your authentic self. You're pretending to be the strongest man in the world, but deep down inside, you're shattered, you're broken, you're bruised, you're, you're battered, you're, you you know what I'm saying? You're down. And it's like, nah, I need to show him when I'm down so that when he's down, he'll know and remember this moment of like, yo, I remember my dad was down a bunch of times and every single time he was down, you know, because of the grace of God and because of his belief and his faith and his strength inside, outside, he was able to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? so I think, and I love that you guys brought that up. I think that's very important for us to be able to really show how we feel and express ourselves to our children, whether good or not so good. You know what I mean?
0: Kay, were, uh, yeah. I, ha- I have a question for you, Kay. Yeah. Have you have you gotten to a place as a dad? F- forget that. As a man. Where you're able to cry in front of your family.
2: Uh yeah. Yes and no. Damn. I'm not there yet. Yeah, you know? I I I, I haven't I haven't uh I haven't I haven't broken down too crazy, but yeah, there's been there's been a there was actually one time it not too long ago. Um And I don't know why my son brought it up. This is probably maybe the first time he may have seen, and this is not too long ago. And he started talking about, um, like what if, what if I passed? Like, will would I still be with him if I passed away? And you know that that like I don't know, I don't know how it came up. Wow, yeah, it's deep. And so. We started, he started talking about that and he was getting kind of sad. Just like, you know, you'll always be with me, even if you're not here, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. And then he started tearing up and then that brought me to tears. <laughs> and He's like, oh my God, you're crying. And then my wife walks in and she's like, what's wrong with you two? What just happened? Like, what, you know, what happened? <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so, Cause we were, we were laughing and joking before then. Um, um that it so got it'd be somber. those. It, it'd be those kind of like unexpected things.
1: So, so man, are you saying you've never cried in front of you, like, ever at all?
0: Yo, like, I, I'm, I'm a. If I cry, I'm a hider. Like, right, I, I'm. So, like, here's here's the funny thing, right? So, like, we'll be. I mean, obviously, like, catastrophic life events trigger that. Yeah, but there's moments where everything is perfectly cool. And just I could be watching a sports story on ESPN, and I'm just like, (laughs) like like not not, (laughs) but like the tears, right? The waterworks is going, and then my kids will be in the room, yo, and I sneakily walk away before they notice, and then I let it out like in the bathroom upstairs, and and you know how you try to fight it, like, (laughs) like that's me. I'm on that on that quiet tip, and I hasn't been. A long time since I actually looked at that and said, "Why am I doing this shit?" Like, right? W- what am I afraid of to be able? And it's the the obvious. It's sh- yeah. it feels like a sign of weakness to my family, where I right. look, where I believe they look at me as like the rock. Yeah. So I'm mean, I'm listen. very I'm very uh, I'm jealous I'm jealous of you, Amadeus, because like it sounds like you something. you're pretty free about it.
1: I'm the biggest crybaby ever, bro. <laughs> and, and and I respect and it. No shame, yeah. no shame about it. No feeling, you know, no feeling of weakness. Let me tell you something. A good cry, oh, is one of the best experiences you'll ever have. You know, to everybody viewing and listening, especially the especially the kings of the world. A good cry is one of the best things ever. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's think about holding on to different things inside. You know what I'm saying? Put it like this. Put it like this. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll use this example, and I, and I just thought about it. I've never used it before. Think about us in a gym. bench pressing. So you telling me once you get those two plates up that's on each side, you're just going to sit there and just do that? Mm. Eventually, that joint got to come back down. Either you're going to come back down you're going to rest you're going to stop or you're going to come back down and get another one up. You know what I'm saying? But you can't just... You you showing me how strong you are by just going, Shh.
0: yeah, and just holding it.
1: Okay, that's impressive. But bring it down, and then let me get that again. Right, push that back up. You know what I'm saying? And and and, as, and I thought that was a pretty like as I felt it in my mind. I'm like, that's kind of dope. Let me just share that. You know, with the fellas, it's like, nah, bro. You need a moment to release. You need a moment to let go of whatever is weighing you down. Whatever is. Burdening you, whatever is whatever whatever worries you have, whatever concerns like loss of life, loved ones, or family or friends, like you need to let that go, man. And you'll be surprised of the response you will get. And I and I'll share this. And I've never shared this amongst family. I've shared. I've never shared this on a platform. I remember watching The Pursuit of Happiness mm. by myself. Mm. By myself, I was I was married at the time. I think she was at work or out of town or whatever. And I was by myself watching it. And yo, I was a mess, <laughs> a mess watching that movie. And I think that, and during that moment, I kind of, I think I was challenged financially. You know, me being a producer in the music business, I was challenged financially, waiting on a few checks. You know, bill collectors was calling. And, you know, I'm, I think I was just kind of down mentally, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And spiritually. And I remember boo hooing. And my son came in the room, caught me crying. He was a youngin'. Called me crying. He's like young five six. Saw me crying, and I couldn't even like get it together. <laughs> I was finished. Yo, my son walked over, took my head, put it on his chest.
2: Oh
0: man!
1: And said, "It's gonna be okay, daddy. It's wow. gonna be okay. It ain't no, moon, ain't no nothing from that. It's gonna be okay, daddy."
2: What a good
0: kid, man! And, and then and then all the boogers started coming out. You yo, <laughs> bro, overdrive. <laughs> I would be, woof. Bruh, Finish. Yeah, I dog. was fit and I, was, I
1: still remember that still to this day and shared that to him, right? And I say this to him too, um, you know, the whole separating thing and the divorce thing and different households now and boom, boom, and, and it's a lot. And, and I remember saying to him a few years ago, I was like, yo, I know you look at me as your hero and super dad and this and this and that even your mom i guess mom is amazing she's phenomenal just because you're not along with someone any longer doesn't mean that they're not great or incredible like she's incredible you know wouldn't change her for a world to be you know co-parenting with you know what i'm saying do we get along all the time hell no but it's like but you can't take away from her being an amazing individual and an amazing queen right and i told myself bro you inspired me you inspire me, you encourage me. You, you, when I'm down, I look at you still pushing, still going. You know what I'm saying? We envision li- li- grown old together, yeah. we envision you being raised in that house and you're no longer there, you're somewhere else, mm. but you're still fighting and you're still continuing on and you're still being a good kid, loving, respectful. You know, that's the one thing people always say, Yo, Your son, man, he's so, so, so cool and down to earth and loving and respectful and respectful. So, well, that's all you can ever want. From your kids, is, is 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 for you to raise them, to give them the morals and the values that they need, you know, the, the religion they need or whatever, whatever you believe in. And then they grow up to just be amazing individuals and, and that he is. So I tell him all the time, like, bro, you, you inspire me. You inspire me. You push me. You make me feel strong as I watch you be strong through all of what you have endured as a kid going through what you didn't sign up for.
2: <laughs>
1: you feel me? So listen, hey, man, yeah. I'm going I'm to tell you, bro, and you'd be surprised, bro, the, the support you get from your kids and from your spouse when you just let them joints roll. And I'm not telling you to force it, of course. I mean, nah, if, nah. If, there's, if there's no reason for you to cry, don't cry. But right. if there's moments where you got to let it go, bro, let it go. Because there's no better feeling than being consoled by your loved ones, bro. It's, it's, it's the best feeling ever. To just know that they got you and they got your back, and whatever it is you're going through, that they're there with you, whether it's finances, whether it's spirituality, whether it's a mental breakdown, whatever it is, you know, to just know that your spouse and your kids is there for you 100. One of the best feelings in the world. I, I'm
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now, and I, I don't know if I'm gonna capture this on any video or anything, so it probably won't be shared. But I'm gonna get through this emotional constipation. Mm, and, and, but that's right.
1: a powerful that's a powerful yeah. statement. That's yeah, big, and, and I and I and I, I, I I honor you and applaud you for recognizing it.
0: Yeah, you
1: yeah. know what I'm saying, and and then going a step further and and sharing with the world, man, because you just never know by you saying that how you'll allow the other kings that are tuned in that may feel how you feel, you know, be like, damn, man, he just hit a nerve just there. You know what I'm saying? That might disrupt something, and it might encourage someone else to just be free. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I call it. Be free, bro. Yeah, be free free is good. Be Be free, free. just be free.
2: I'm probably more along the lines of you, man, if it's wanting to try to hide it, you know what I mean? But, but, but but you hurt yourself, you hurt yourself. But on the flip side, it's like I I encourage my son to be free, right? But you're
0: (laughs) you're not showing it yourself, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Let me ask again,
0: I I feel like
1: it's a big step for you guys to admit (laughs) that, yeah. It starts with that, it starts with recognition of to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, yo. Okay, like, and then a- acknowledge it, and then being willing to slowly but surely, in, in your own time, like, be free. However, that looks to you. However, that feels to you. And we're we're all three different individuals, so my free is different. It's going to be different from you, Kings. You know what I'm saying? But however that is for you, just be that man. Like, and, and it's, it's never too late. <laughs> it ain't never give, too late. I, I,
2: I'll give my son like. Then I'll introduce levels of like the free, <laughs> of the freedom. I don't <laughs> know if this is good or bad. It's like. I encourage, like, because so in our house, it's, we know something's really bothering and we kind of get to it. We're just like, yo, just let it out, you know, just yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. So he'll come and be like, I just got to let it out. And so he'll let it out. And we encourage that. But then on the flip side, it's like if he does something wrong or if, like, you know, some uh, we have to threaten with a consequence or something like that. And it's for whatever it's like, you, you, know, you can't play Roblox right now, or he's feeling sensitive <laughs> about it and the the tears start welling up then i'm typically on the shutdown of like don't start crying about that (laughs) so you know what i mean i don't know if that's good or bad i'm the same way i'm the same way like i want you to cry i want you to be able to express yourself but not over something like that (laughs) but maybe that's wrong i don't know (laughs) know i mean
1: you gotta think for them like, for us, we're grown. We're adults, right. you know? We, we we see the bigger picture. We got real-life shit that's happening. But for them, you know, for us, Bill, is making sure our responsibilities are taking care of, the needs are met of our spouses and our kids. That's right. our responsibilities, right? But their responsibility is making sure that they spend the Robux right. All Robux. Like, right, I forget that. So it's like, world. for
2: them, that's, the, like, that's like the big... Cap of the, the day thing, of like bro. yo boom they right.
1: They don't care if they eat dinner. They don't care if right. lunch is on time. Right. They don't get Like bro, I'm on Roblox right now, and that's life. Yeah. So that's why they feel the way you know. As us as far you like you gonna cry about that? Absolutely. Because right. <laughs> because they're, they're so is, in the moment. They're they're yeah. in
2: the moment of this is the this is the best thing right now. <laughs> so.
1: Don't you miss those things Yeah. But let don't me you let, miss those things?
0: Let, let me add on the topic of gaming. Would you guys say, and we're all similar age-wise? Would you guys say, if you just, if you're being an objective arbiter here, would you say their screen time was is more popping than our screen time? So I'll, I'll give you Roblox versus like Mario Kart. Oh,
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a great question. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I, I'd actually say that my screen time was way more. But so it's like. I'm growing up primarily in a single, single parent household. And if my mom is out working and, you know, she would work nights and, and days. Mm. So often I would just have the TV on 24 seven, even if I'm not watching it, but I have it on just so it feels like there's someone else in the house or there's oh. something, you know, there's, there's another person in the, so if, I guess this for I didn't really think of it as like, screen time right. like oh i'm glued to it because i was doing other things i'm listening to yeah. music i'm doing homework i'm doing whatever but like, that's true the, the yeah, screen is on true. in the background all the whole time that's a
1: good point because we had we had so much to do activity wise that didn't have nothing to do with the screen i can i can agree with K a hundred percent and i didn't even think of it like that until he said it yeah. and i'm like oh shoot like he's absolutely like we wanted to go outside
2: yeah like right.
1: i cried because i wanted to go outside and my mom was just like nah. Because, I mean, i I live in a hood. So she's like, nope, you're not going to be with the boys. You're not going to be with that crowd. And I'm like, man, play basketball. I want to play football, you know? Yeah. So I would sit at the window and look at everybody else outside. You know what I'm saying? And I would sit there for hours and look at everybody else outside. So I, yeah. I, I love that you brought that up, Kane. Okay, that's a crazy, dumb question. Oh, man, that's a pretty good question. Bro. Yeah,
0: we'll put it out on the, on the socials and, and get a little feedback from folks. Word. Uh, so just on the yeah, wind before, down go ahead, yeah, go ahead
2: before we get it, yeah you, you got it yeah yeah we need yeah to talk about, we need to talk about this book yes
0: so so tell us the genesis of this, of, of your book first let's start again what's the title and then tell us yes, how sir. this thing came to be and then where can people copy it?
1: Cop it copy copy so the, the title is the story of Amadeus and the beat goes on and as you can see that's actually me mm. on the cover uh, I have my dad's headphones on and, and I'm touching the stereo system you know which is what I did faithfully at that age. Um, And just the whole vision of the book, I I wanted to share my story straight to the point. um, And and the mission is to to inspire, uh, you know, the youngins to to just chase and go after their dreams, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of where you're from, the challenges that you may face, the doubt, whether it's yourself, whether it's, you know, your family, your loved ones. And because people not, you know, really sometimes use the excuse of where they're from and, and and not having the means and not having the support system that that's needed in order to be successful and to be great. And I'm just like, listen, man, I didn't have as much as what the world has today. None of us did. You know, we all grew up at the same time. Like, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have social media. We didn't have all these outlets. We didn't have, our games did not look like the games that are here in 2022. So it's like, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear no complaining. I don't want to hear you can't. I don't want to hear no excuses. It's like if I was able to take literally nothing and create something from scratch in the palm of my hands, you guys can do the same thing, both male and female. So that's the idea of the book. Um, and I wanted to really be personal about it. Uh, like that's, like I said, that's me on the cover. Um, as you turn to the first page, like that's actually me again, getting caught on the stereo system <laughs> with the records and the vinyl. That's that's the MJ action happening, you know what I mean? You know, at at the crib growing up, there was always house parties and birthday parties, and you would perform, whatever. That's that's, that's my first drum set, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted people to just see how I really became Amadeus. And, you know, you often hear stories about, you know, I've been doing this since I was a little kid, and people, you know, run with that, but then don't have the backing. So I remember invading my mom's photo albums at her crib, And she would be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you looking for? And I'm not going to lie. Originally, I was just getting photos for me to post on on Throwback Thursdays on Instagram. (laughs) So I had all these photos that were just cool. And I'm putting them up here and there. And then, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic hit um, and we were home and we didn't have a choice whether we wanted to be home or not. We were home and it was like the perfect time to finally get this done. It was something I've always wanted to do, but just time and scheduling and touring and performing and studio and just not enough time to get it done. So when the pandemic hit, you know, we really felt like it was the perfect time to get it done. Um, And it was very difficult because there was a lot going on during the pandemic. You know, people lost their lives, um, people getting sick, people not able to work, do what they love to do. And that that was, was some of the things that I was experiencing. I lost my pastor. You know, during that time. So rest in peace to my pastor, uh, Pastor Bishop Michelle White, who also created an opportunity and helped really groom me as a musician and as a producer and as a man and as a father. So I'm like, how do I take this pain and challenge and turn it into something beautiful? You know what I'm saying? And that's this. You know, and it's not just for kids; it's for adults. A lot of adults have been really enjoying it too. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't water it down. It's not ABC one, two, three. It's really words that. I feel I wanted to challenge kids and students with that. If they didn't understand the word, go look it up and do your research and do your homework. So it's a really good book. Very excited about it. Humble. Shout out to my co-authors, Lynn Hobson, Trina Stackhouse. Couldn't have done this without them two amazing queens. And it's out now. I I dropped it in December. It's doing very well independently. Self-published. No Amazon, nothing. I'm out the the trunk like cash money. You know what I'm saying? No (laughs) Amazon. And eventually I might. Know, go into those different areas, but I I want people to come get it from me. I want to make sure that I'm signing every book that's going on. I'm actually mailing everybody's book out. I'm actually going to the post office and, you know, sending it off. I wanted to be a part of and enjoy that entire process of being an entrepreneur in regards to being an author. And it's amazing, it's a lot of work, but I'm appreciative of all of the love and support that I've been getting. Uh, I've been connecting with principals. And getting this, the book in schools, So they've been ordering 200 and 100 and 300 at one time. And God is just amazing, man. And I'm just grateful to share my story with the world.
0: Dope. So wait, it, how do they reach you to cop one?
1: Absolutely. So, and I appreciate you asking that, Manny. Um, www.iamkingamadeus.com is the website. Once again, it's www.iamkingamadeus.com is the website. You can DM me on Instagram, on Twitter. My Instagram is Amadeus PBM. Once again, it's Amadeus PM PBM, excuse me. You can DM me. However, some people, are cool with the website. A lot of people that know me directly would just DM me. I send them the details. I accept Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, Zelle, all that good stuff, and um, order it. I'm signing all the books all of them, every book that being purchased, I'm still signing it. So get it while my, my hand is still, <laughs> still moving. You know what I mean? I play drums, so I got to be easy with all the signing. So get it ASAP, get it now. I'm sure you'll love it. Read it with your kids, read it with your family and just be inspired. Be inspired to chase your dreams, no matter the age and not give up. And it's not again, it's not just for kids, it's for everybody because sometimes we feel that as as adults, that once we reach a certain age, that our dreams no longer matter or, or it doesn't count or it's about our kids and it is about our kids and our family, but it's also still about you as well. So it's never too late. Don't give up on yourself. If God has blessed you with, you know, life and, and breath in your body to wake up. That's another opportunity to go after those dreams that, that are deep down inside.
0: Amen. Oh, yeah. Straight uh up. I'm I'm copping one. So I will hit yeah, you up separately. Uh my ki- I know my kids will love it. Uh we're well, yes, actually sir. so okay. so interesting. I mean, similar, I'm sure. I uh, haven't read the book, obviously, but there's a, there's a movie on YouTube right now. It's called Mugsy. It's a really? documentary about Mugsy Bogues, the NBA player. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It's free on okay. YouTube right now. It's up okay. there. And I'm, I I saw the, the first 15 minutes of it early this morning, and I decided we're going to watch this as a family tonight because Yo. the the rise of the, the shortest dude, he was 5'3 at his peak in the NBA, right? Wow. All he heard his whole life was, you can't, you're not. You can't. Right. right? And so to be able to overcome all that, coming up in the streets of Baltimore, which are no picnic, and, right. and you know, being able to find his way and really make something of himself and for his family, like it's such a dope story. And I've only like I said, I only saw the first fifteen minutes of it this morning. So wow. it inspired wow. me to like set up. We don't do family movie time all that much, but I was okay. like, yo, clear your schedules, get all your chores done. Seven thirty is on. That's what we're That's doing. Fire. So And I want
1: to encourage you, I want to encourage you to do that more, King. Yeah, do that more it's something that i do and that we do in a household and and you can do it in different ways right where it can be a family night when it's everybody you know or there can be certain shows that you will want to watch with your oldest daughter or shows with your son you'll create those moments because those are some of the moments that same thing with you okay some of those moments is moments they'll never forget mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then it could be a conversation piece or you know especially with your daughter being 15 my son is 16 they're in age, you know, where you're going to start thinking about girls and boys and dating and girlfriends and boyfriends, it's like, nah, we can't hide from it. We can't run from it. It is what it is. So I would rather sit you down, tell you the the God honest truth so that you ain't going and listening to it from your friends and get the wrong information and end up with some crazy shit that you don't belong in because I was too scared as a parent to really sit you down and have that real conversation. So I would challenge you to take that same approach and just sometimes just you and the wife. You know, same thing with you, K. Sometimes it's you and the missus, sometimes it's you and you know your eldest daughter, sometimes it's you and your son, sometimes it's everybody. So you feel the vibe of what it should be, but I definitely encourage doing more of that, man. It'll it'll really it'll really be a blessing. Um, Damn, for, I'm for I'm a
0: day's got so much homework for me today, bro. You want me to yeah, cry and home, you want me to break? <laughs> 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 Nah, nah, nah. But yo, it's it's real. It's real. That's really yeah, impactful stuff you're talking about. And it's yeah. I mean, we do it. The individual stuff we do, we do a bunch of it actually. Beautiful, but beautiful. not enough with my eldest daughter. When you yeah, said bro, it, I'm like, you got it. and I just you finished saying, it. like being in the same room is like her thing, and we don't do yeah. it in that regard.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and I'd say you know because she's getting older, you know, getting more independent. You know, what I mean, she's going, she's going to start looking at herself a certain, you know, and you just want to make sure that you're there and you and you show her that you're there and you you know give her space, of course. Yeah. But it's like I need to really show you. You're seeing it every day. You're seeing it amongst me and your mom. And but I want to. Sh- I want you to feel and see how, what real love is, so that once you start experiencing it, you'll have to say, "Yo, now nah, if we're gonna be together, you're gonna have to love me like how my dad loves. Me. You're gonna have to give me the time like how my dad gives me time and energy and you know what I'm saying and gifts and all that. You gotta you gotta meet up to my dad's standard. And that's and that's the, that's the standards we gotta set as 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 fathers, even for males. But it's like. You know, your your girl got to look like this. You know, (laughs) like this. It ain't about you spending all of everything you got. Nah, man, do double dates. Sometimes you pay, sometimes she pay. We got to put them on game, bro. We in a different world today.
2: Yep, yep. You know,
1: absolutely.
2: So we're going to need a couple, uh, a couple more appearances from you on the show, my friend. Hey, bro.
1: Absolutely absolutely because there's so much we can get into man so we could do a part three four five six yep
2: whatever <laughs> definitely i
1: love this conversation because like you said it's 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 healing man it's therapy and it's amazing uh, of us kings and fathers could, could have this amazing conversation and just you know you know shoot out ideas and different things and share experiences because it all helps us you know what i'm saying a lot of things you said today is a blessing to me and help me and have me look through different things and see it through different lenses sometimes you just need to see it From different lenses, hear it from other someone else's mouth. Somebody may have been saying the same thing the whole time, but you couldn't receive it from that person. No disrespect, no no negativity, but you might have heard it differently from me today. I definitely heard things differently from you two kings today. So this conversation is really dope. And like I said, I'm really really proud of you guys for putting this together. Think it's really great, Um, and it and it it shows us in different light. And 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 we need more of yeah, because everybody love the records, they love the songs, they love the beats, and. All of this and all of that, but it's like, oh man, I'ma guess a father, man. He, he has fathers, FN, like EFN, has fought, like that's that's really dope, and, and 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 we need more of that. So salute to you, Kings.
0: Appreciate you, brother. Yo, Thank we'll you, be in man. touch for sure, and good luck the rest of the way, man. Hope that book goes. Thank you, man. I hope you yeah. have a platinum plaque for the book back there yeah, at some word. point for we sure. Need the
1: bestsellers list, yep. the New York Times bestseller list, and you know, in due time, I know I'm going to get there, man. The support has been really dope definitely make sure that we connect on Instagram and yeah. I'll, I'll see the details so I can get, you know, you guys, you know, the book for your families, man. And, and thank you for the love and support. And thank you for the conversation.
2: Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Much love, y'all. All right. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother,
0: son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.